0: broken crayons broken crayons broken crayons still color this is the broken crayons still color podcast with your host Shelly Hitz each episode contains an inspiring story of hope and healing in Christ many times what we see as our biggest regrets failures and mistakes become what God uses the most in our lives God is able to transform our brokenness into something more beautiful than we can even imagine he takes our mess and creates a masterpiece. You see, Broken Crayons Still Color.
1: Welcome back to the Broken Crayons Still Color podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Hitz, and today's guest is Jennifer Bunderley. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Shelly. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. In Jennifer's life, she found a way to gain control when everything fell out of control, and some of you may be in that situation right now where you feel everything is out of control. However, for her, it led to an eating disorder. In today's episode, Jennifer's going to share how she finally found freedom, and I know that this is an issue that many, many people face, so thank you so much, Jennifer, for your willingness to share your story.
2: Thank you, Shelley. um, I have to be honest, this is the first
1: time I've really come right on out and shared it. So here wow. we go. Wow. Well, I, I feel privileged, and I know that our listeners will be impacted as you share. But just starting out, like, what did the broken crayons look like in your life?
2: Well, you know, just like everybody else, there are probably more than a few broken crayons
1: in my life. Amen. But <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I'm, today I'm, I'm just going to speak specifically about one biggie that's, that's, you know, it's a big one, um, uh, lifelong eating disorder, anorexia. Mm. And it basically, it's related to my self-image, my feelings of self-worth, my feelings of value, and bottom line, control. It's, it's a control issue. So fortunately, you've given me the opportunity to reflect on it. And as I'm looking at it, and I'm looking back and digging down, um, I can see that some of this began um, as a child, um, wow. growing up like so many others, you know, a uh, confused and dysfunctional household. Um, I somehow or other was grasping for some form of control, discipline, etc. And, you know, I don't say that as an excuse, but more of a revelation. Like, oh,
1: wow. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay. It's in taking this time that I'm discovering more about the why and the how of it all. So, I, you know, you've opened up some doors for me, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, praise you know, God <laughs> for that.
2: <laughs> now, as you know, we, we all look great growing up on the outside. There was a neurosurgeon, mother's a paralegal we all look you know fabulous on the outside but nobody can really see what's what's the inner reality what's driving mm-hmm. us. as a typical skinny kid, I was slightly hyperactive <laughs> and the go and I was very compliant good girl. Um, I wasn't a picky eater but I just really didn't care much about food. It wasn't a big deal. So I always ate what I was given, at least some of it and I had an outrageous sweet tooth so I could always compensate with that. Um, my mother had a huge obsession with weight. Um, Mm. her was now we don't want to eat too much and get F a T. She couldn't say the word. She could only spell it like it was the dirtiest of the dirty or something. I don't know, but that's what I was raised with. And so she stressed the utmost importance was our physical appearance and how we presented ourselves to the outside world was really critically important. You know, we had, we had an image to present at all times. Okay. Um, I don't remember a specific time, age or stage or whenever, when I determined that if I stopped eating, I could control my appearance. I do remember the powerful feeling of control over this basic function. And I was the one who was in charge of it. Nobody else could do this. I could do this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't attention-seeking. It wasn't, look at me now, it was, I could control it. And that became obsessive, absolutely obsessive. And uh, it's it's something that I think we all anyone who has control issue, you struggle with it forever. It's almost addictive, and you just have to you just have to get in charge of it. So I did have a low point. I hit a lowest of the low. You know, you have to hit bottom before you come up. so there Right.
1: You. Yeah. So, what was your
2: lowest point? Well, I literally stopped eating. I. Oh. Great. But at the time, I just starved myself. I just quit eating because I was in charge and I didn't have to. So mm-hmm. I could go. My business. I had loose teeth. My teeth were loose
1: wow. from not
2: Um And that was kind of weird. And then it was like, well, see, I'm in charge of that too. <laughs> it was yeah. very, the whole thing is very odd. And no one noticed. No one said anything. Really? Everybody just assumed that I was fine because I still looked okay. Mm. And I mean, probably I looked, you know, emaciated. But no one said, no teacher said anything, no parent, no one said anything about any of it. How old were you at this point? Um, This was between the time I was 16, off and on. The the worst of it was between 16 and 18. Um, And then kind of up and down and up and down until almost 25.
1: Wow. So was there a specific turning point as well?
2: Yes. Um, I exacerbated my lack of eating with an increase in alcohol. So I hit bottom. And, um, at this point I was married, um, separated. I was, I was separated. We were separated. We'd had a rough, real rough patch and it was a really dark and a really painful time. So after several months and myriad dramatic turns of events, um, my husband and I reconciled, um, we recommitted to our marriage and our lives to the Lord. I mean, we, we just turned around, um, and we started to rebuild our life. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, we went back to church, and that was that was the turning but I'm getting goosebumps just thinking
1: I that. am too <laughs> I call them God
2: bumps that's right God just grabbed a hold of us, and it was I mean it was really pulling us out of dark dark and pulling me mm. out of dark i, oh, I yeah. spiral down and died I you know I could have starved myself to death,
1: yeah
2: um or drunk myself to death or whatever, but <laughs> We realize that we are part of something larger. I am part of something Mm -hmm. larger. My life does not exist for me alone. I exist for God and my husband and my family subsequently. Um, A couple years later, we had our first child and, you know, things progressed from there. But could I have done this on my own without Christ? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No doubt. Could I have done it without my husband alongside of me? Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Do I still struggle with control and eating issues? Yes, I do. Mm. That's, that's the truth. That's the truth. It is a lifelong challenge, and I have to regularly recognize and purposefully give this back to God in prayer. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But without God, I know I couldn't have made it. I, I just know that. I know. And uh, I'm given uh, a thorn in the flesh, so to speak. I have continual reminders of the damage that I did, Mm. Um, you know, I have some long-term health issues and it's not a, why me? It's a, Hey, you know, why not me? And I, I can go forth with this and I can assist others with this. Um, the truth is we aren't really in control.
1: Amen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not really in control.
1: <laughs> Even when no. we think we are. <laughs> exactly.
2: Wouldn't that be nice? Our beliefs and our behaviors control us. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to let go of the illusion that we have complete autonomy, and we need to honestly let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Always easy, but we need to do that, and we need to mm-hmm. do that daily, which mm-hmm. we truly do. That. And I, um, uh, some verses that have really hit home with me and really, you know, reality check. Psh, yeah, the First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty. And before I was involved with physical activity related to um, God's temple. I really hadn't thought about it until until this verse, and it's just, it sums it up, and it's, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You're not own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It's, yeah, I don't know what else to say. You know, God says it all right there.
1: Yeah, true. and it's so powerful hearing you say that after you just shared what you shared. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I know there's a lot of people that can relate or have people in their lives that are in the place where you've been. And so do you have any closing advice or encouragement to share? You know, I really think that
2: we all need to reach out. I did not. I did Mm. not. And nobody reached to me either. So we need to remain cognizant of ourselves if we're in this situation or others around us that might be in this situation and really be there. Really be there. If if this is you and this is your circumstance, seek someone. Mm. Seek someone and just try to open up Um, and by all means make peace with God. Mm. Find, seek him, seek him because he will literally set you free. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I love, I love the beautiful truth, you know, the messy truth that it's a day by day process. You know, it's each day, one day at a time. You know, I exactly. often say one day at a time. Sometimes one minute at a time. That's, <laughs> actually, that's the truth. <laughs> And sometimes we, we like to sugarcoat it. We like to make it look better than it is when we're in recovery from something that has been an addictive behavior in our lives. And I'm the same way with the addiction I had with pornography. There are still days that I may slip back, but I have more days of freedom than not. And it's a day by day continual process, this side of heaven. So thank you for your honesty. Thank you for sharing. And. In closing, God truly can turn our messes into masterpieces.
2: Yes, he can. You are absolutely right. I, you know, didn't believe it for a long time. But by golly, by golly, through God's grace, I am his masterpiece.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for sharing, Jennifer. And I I pray that it blesses everyone who listens.
2: I do, too. Thank you for this opportunity. God be blessed.
1: All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Hey, no Thank you for listening to the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast. We have a gift for you. Download Shelley's hand-drawn adult coloring pages, as well as printable scripture cards, and all the transcripts from this podcast at www.brokencrayonsbook.com. If today's story inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a comment on iTunes. We love hearing from you and your encouragement means the world to us. In closing, God is the artist and our lives are his canvas. What will you allow him to create from the broken pieces in your life? When you are in Christ, you are his masterpiece. I am a masterpiece. I am a masterpiece.